This show is dedicated to the memory of Mike Wilde. You know, as a life coach, one of the words that I really, really, it makes me smile every time. Oh, but I've been so busy. I've been so busy. But actually, when you unpick it, that busyness is not what we should be doing. We're not human doings. We are actually human beings. And this, yeah. I think, is a fantastic opportunity for people to, to start being in their own life. That was Louise Budgin from TDA Coaching. And this is the Travelling Optimist podcast with Steve Odie. Hello and very warm welcome to you on this episode of the Travelling Optimist podcast where we're trying to give everyone some amazing tips and info to help navigate through the thick fog from the fallout of the coronavirus. In the next few months it's going to be a scary time for us, an anxious time. There'll be some stressful moments for sure, particularly uh, when you have so many people working from home that haven't done before. But this time can also be a huge opportunity as well. It's important to keep looking on the bright side of life wherever possible, to look after yourself and follow the advice from government uh, will be critical, but we can all come out of this in better shape than when we came in. And our guest today is a life coach who measures her success by the difference she makes to her clients' lives. She set up her coaching company over five years ago and works from a beautiful, peaceful studio in rural East Sussex. She calls it a Zen Den. And Louise has helped many people get connected to their true self. And through coaching, they have learned how to trust, love and simply be in their own lives. Two of Louise's favourite words are connection and present. Louise sees life-changing benefits of self-connection, also the importance of a true connection to nature and diet. She actively encourages her clients to try and live always in the present day, as she believes this is the only place where the magic of life for anyone can unfold. She introduces her clients to easy daily meditations to help another get connected to who they were born to be as to be the most fulfilling thing a human being can do for another. And this is exactly what she does. Louise particularly likes to work with people who are coming back from a life challenge, as this is very much the journey that's unfolded for her. A motorway car accident followed by two major health issues taught Louise resilience and much more. She chose to use these opportunities to develop and grow as a person and become the person she was born to be. Now, during this time of uncertainty, as Louise can't run her workshops or coaching day retreats, she finds herself with time on a schedule and is willing to support anyone who feels ready to explore that connection and start their own journey to true self. So if you're keen to take up this generous offer of free coaching, please do email your reasons why to louise at tdacoaching.co.uk stating why you think you're ready for coaching and Louise will be in touch thereafter. I'm going to be putting this on the podcast details as well, so don't feel you've got to madly rush back to get that email address. Now, I've known Louise for several years. She's an amazing life coach and business entrepreneur. TDA Coaching is basically set up in her Zen Den, and she also has coaching courses as well, but her attitude to life is incredibly positive. Louise is an all-round manifester of good things into her life, and she embraces a life centered around plant-based diets and focusing on what she has control over and not what she doesn't. And this has taken her on a journey of discovery, balance and peace. Louise loves helping people succeed in life, as we've already mentioned, and has raised thousands for charity over the years as well. So welcome to the show, Louise. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. That's an amazing intro, actually. Amazing. Thank you. <laughs> that was incredible. What you do is, um, is really amazing, actually, because I mean, I've seen firsthand the changes that you can bring into people's lives. It must be very fulfilling and rewarding extremely fulfilling and rewarding and 
I know that when I'm working with a client, I am in exactly the place that I'm supposed to be. So in the development work that I've done on myself and in stepping out courageously at 50 to retrain to be a life coach, that actually I am where I'm supposed to be and that is my purpose in, in this life. So it's, it's a magical thing that happens. The help you give to people is, uh, is, is, is incredible. So, I mean, this moment in time actually is where your coaching of your clients must they that your clients must be thinking oh my god i made the right decision because there's so many people out there who are going to be anxious they're going to be confused they're going to be stressed they might not be able to see the wood from the trees but you know with this uh, virus that's going around people are going to go go through a sort of a difficult patch and low points and and having strategies uh, in place you know to to help them get over this and then also when it's all over having something really positive and a new outlook could only be a good thing don't you think mm, absolutely i think sadly the media coverage and everything else that's going along with this virus it, it is putting people into the fear zone mm. and when we are in the fear zone we we do things to you know, the shopping, for instance, in the shops, um, that's because people are fearful they're going to starve. And with clients, I teach them how to trust and love. And if the clients that I've got at the moment that I'm working with, they are not suffering from the fear that I know a lot of people, the majority of people are suffering with because they've learned how to trust and how mm. to how to love and how to how to be in this moment. So they're not fearful and running to the shops every five minutes and stockpiling. They're actually yeah. enjoying their present day. So it is time of much uncertainty for, for many, many people. But if we can be present in our everyday and and trust that time is going to go by and it's what we do with that time. So now really is kind of like the perfect time, isn't it? To start some new habits or new hobbies or I don't know. There's, I'm sure there's people all over the country who are not taking this kind of situation lying down and they're saying, no, I'm, I want to grow as a person. I want to learn a new skill or, you know, I, don't, I was thinking about it earlier on today about picking up my guitar that's been in the corner of the room for a number of years, gathering dust or, you know, doing some yoga or, there's a fantastic video about doing a seven minute workout every morning. I think there's a lot of stuff out there that people could do that's going to really put them in a, a great position. I would like to think, Steve, that actually after the initial shock and trauma and, and massive fear scenario that is surrounding people at the moment, that actually they will start to, to see as you and I can see, right, okay, let's, let's say we've all got to lockdown for 12 weeks. What can I learn in 12 weeks? Mm. What does look like for me what new daily rituals can I introduce could it be some meditation could it be reading rereading books or, or reading some new books on a different topic could it be knitting could it be there's so much creative things that people can do that they never get time to do in yeah. their daily uh, way of way of life and you know as a life coach one of the words that I really really it makes me smile every time oh but I've been so busy I've been so busy but actually, when you unpick it, that busyness is not what we should be doing. We're not human doings. We are actually human beings. And this, yeah. I think, is a fantastic opportunity for people to, to start being in their own life. You've got the time. And in doing something you love, the next 12 weeks, the next four months, however long it's going to be, are going to be far more pleasurable than living in fear and 
everything else that, that comes with that in terms of relationships. You know, doing something you love every day will, will build you into a more lovable person. You, you'll see things slightly differently than if you weren't doing something you loved every day. And I'm not saying you've got to do it all day. It may only be for half an hour a day, but, but it's finding that connection, that connection to that part of you that loves doing that something that gives you that, those lovely feelings that, you know, yeah, I, I've got this type of thing not not fearful yeah particularly for day today because it's the first day where schools haven't been um open and there's lots of fantastic stories particularly on social media parents sort of getting in you know stuck in with their school lessons and uh, with their young children and stuff it's brilliant to see and they're doing something actually with their children that they would never have done before and it's a really cool thing it's an opportunity for for further connection a deep connection with with your children how fantastic is that and if you you're usually a working parent Mm. then obviously you still, you have to juggle your work while you're at home. But, you know, it's, it's an opportunity, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I'm not going to, you know, sugarcoat it. it it's going to be a stressful time for people, you know, particularly if they've got financial worries or, you know, things like that. But let, let's try and sort of park that to one side and look at um, some strategies or daily routines that you can, get, you can sort of start to implement into your, into your life now because you might not have done beforehand because like we've said it's sometimes people have been just too busy to do stuff or you know sometimes it just wasn't on on top of the list and it just gets put to the bottom so I I totally I totally get that and that that new connection that you you know you can foster with you know your your loved ones is uh, I think is going to be a massive opportunity for people. Mm. I mean the the other thing that, that springs to mind when you were just saying that is with regards to energy and flow of energy around people and how we feel and sometimes we're all living in houses that are so disorganized for instance cupboards that need sorting out or we've just got too much stuff clothes that people don't wear anymore this is also you know another opportunity to, for people to clear the clutter you know charities are going to need things more than ever now you know maybe it's a case that in 12 weeks time you you set yourself a goal of you know, my house is going to, to be more organized. My life is going to be more organized because I'm choosing to, to do it that way. That actually shifts your energy. So say if your house is in, in chaos and nothing's got its place, et cetera, et cetera, you walk through the door and your energy sort of, oh. Now imagine if your house is, you know, got everything, everything's got its place and it's orderly and, you know, you, you go to a cupboard because you, you know where something is. Your energy is shifted and, and, I think this is an opportunity to try and get that shift in energy into your house as well. You know, re-energize your house as well mm. as energizing yourself because we're going to all be in our houses a lot more. It's our environment for the next, I mean, actually some people will literally be in their house, especially if they haven't got, you know, a large gar- a garden, you know, making a conscious choice to actually move things around or, or organize things that could be, you know, a little change, a little step in the right direction. It is interesting, actually, because the environment that you live in, you kind of take it for granted a little bit, don't you? And you kind of, it's not always a priority to kind of consider when you're, when you're looking to do, do something different in your life. And it, it actually, if you think about it, you spend so much time in that environment, mm. you know, making the, making it nice and making it, a good place in terms of from an energy perspective um, can only lead to you know good things coming through do you understand what I mean absolutely so much so Steve that last year I created a coaching program called tidy house tidy mind because I believe that if you're if your house is tidy and organized then it removes a layer of clutter from your head yeah 
And um, the clients that actually um, experienced this said exactly that. And they said, you know, letting go of things that just they didn't either, either like or they didn't need anymore was, was a really lovely thing to do. And it created more space for them to have, say, a wardrobe of clothes that they absolutely loved rather than a wardrobe of clothes that they opened the door and thought, oh, my God, I don't know what I'm going to wear today. Yeah. And it really helped them to, to shift their energy and, and move you know, move forward. So it was kind of creating a, almost on a subconscious level, an extra layer of stress, really, because they were probably noticing it, but weren't going to be doing anything about it. Yeah. So it's basically clear, clear the clutter. Clear the clutter is, is (laughs) we've got got time now to clear the clutter. And in clearing the clutter, you, you will clear out things that don't serve you anymore. Just keep the things around you that you absolutely love. So if you've got clothes in your wardrobe that every time you put them on, you feel not great, you, you don't need those anymore. Mm. Just have the things in your wardrobe that when you put them on, they make you feel like a million dollars. We've only got a certain amount of wearing days in any one lifetime. So why would we choose to not wear something that makes us feel great? Yes. I agree. I had the same. I had this conversation with my twenty-year-old daughter, who's come back from university with more clothes than I, I can even begin to imagine. Um, and I was saying, maybe just you know, get rid of a few things, um, declutter, like you've just said. Um, oh no, Daddy, I can't do that. I can't do that. I, I love all my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't what? have teenage daughters, Steve, because I've only got. Two. <laughs> I can't do that one. I, uh, you know, I I totally get that, and in fact. Maria is the perfect example for decluttering. She loves it and does it a lot. And and do you know what? She's really, from a decluttering point of view, she's like the queen of it. It's incredible. Fantastic. Mm, yeah, I love it. It's a great idea, actually. In terms of, you know, the next few months, and I've mentioned this on my previous podcast, is in terms of the opportunity and the sort of the, the key thing that's sort of running through all of it really is in terms of that opportunity is reflecting on what's happening, uh, what you've done in your life, and also just looking forward to what things are going to be like and, and sort of have a, a vision of what that's going to be like. But, and then also planning what you think. Uh, I mean, I've talked about a five and 10 year plan. I don't think that's a bad thing to do, actually, because far too often we're living in a um, a day-by-day basis aren't we and I know that you you like to live in the present but you've also got to um, you've also got to have some goals haven't you I like to think of them as dreams when I first start with a, a new client I'll say you know you set your sat nav to where you want to go with your life I'm sitting in the car next to you but I'm not going to be setting your sat nav you're the one that in five years or ten years knows where you want to be it's so important to have a vision to have a dream it doesn't matter how big it is how small it is have that vision have that dream and be present in every day in what you're doing to move yourself to that dream so as you and I've talked before you know dreams don't happen overnight let's face it they don't but if you don't know where you're going, how on earth are you going to know when you've got there? Have some big goals, to, some big dreams. And actually, this time now that we've, we've been given and gifted, perhaps that is dream time. It's, it's time to really get a, a piece of paper. Get a, I love doing um, dream planning on an A3 piece of paper and do it sort of like a mind map. It's so rewarding because you are limitless. No, nobody's stood over your shoulder saying, well, excuse me, I don't really think you can say you're going to do that. Because actually you can do anything you want to do in this life is my complete belief. But you have to have the initial thoughts and back that up with intention and action. So maybe this is a, is a good time to have some dream time in your day. 
Oh, totally. I, I, am, I am all for that, as you know. It makes you feel wonderful. You know, to take yourself to that place when you've achieved your dream. There's a lot of science behind this as well, that, that the more you do that, the more you are going to be moving towards that. Do you think that, that people are just not, they're scared to be optimistic? I think scared is a good word because I think, as I mentioned earlier, I think a lot of people live constantly in a state of fear. They live in a state of fear and they're very reactive in their life because that's, that's become the norm for them. So yes. rather than be proactive and live in that trust that life is going to work out, yes, they're scared and, and you know, they, they can then fill up their time with doing everything but linking in, connecting into themselves and what, what they really want for themselves going forward. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I think they are scared and, and I'm not taking it away from anybody. I'm not saying that you can be scared one minute and not the next. You know, these are scary times. So acknowledge your scariness because that is actually absolutely the correct thing to do. But don't let it consume you. Would no. You know, you, there are things, there are strategies that you can do to, to, to almost acknowledge it and accept it, but then be able to move forward knowing that you've acknowledged and accepted it rather than just remain in it and move forward with it, if that makes sense. It does. And, and I think that, you know, it's good to feel optimistic about stuff. You, 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 suddenly, you suddenly see and feel you know different you see opportunities you see things that perhaps you might not have seen before if you see what I mean yeah definitely I couldn't agree more I mean without getting too um too technical it's all to do with our energy and how we we're vibrating and when we're thinking positive thoughts and and nice thoughts and having good dreams we will always be raising our vibration Mm. in a fear situation and you know oh call me and it's not fair type scenario. Our, our vibration is lowered and, and some people you know don't realize that they have to control over over raising that vibration yeah. by their thoughts but it is it all starts with thoughts so you know being optimistic and being positive are something that we can all try and learn to be as much as possible Yes, I agree. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, that's a, it's, a, it's a great way to be. And actually, it would be beneficial, particularly now. And also, it'd be beneficial, you know, once we get out of this coronavirus situation, um, you, you know, you're going to put yourself in a much better position, you know, to move forward, really. Also, Steve, you know, being your thoughts and your energy really can affect your health. So the, the more positive and optimistic you can be, it does have a direct link to your health. Hmm. so you know health could be a goal that somebody could have for the next 12 weeks you know I really want to be in a healthier position in 12 weeks I've never had time to go to the gym but I've now got time I can't go to the gym obviously but I can do some exercise at home yeah there are a lot of ways you know to come out so so maybe let's let's take the example maybe somebody is really stressed at the moment and life at home is just got a lot more stressful because maybe they have lost their job or they are working from home and the conditions at home aren't ideal. Maybe they've got young children, maybe their wife's trying to work from home. So there's a lot of adjustment got to go on. But if somebody were to say, right, okay, there is a lot of adjustment. I acknowledge that. But actually, I am going to dedicate an X amount of time per day mm. to my health and really look at what that looks like. Is it, is it maybe just having changing one thing in their diet? Is it really stepping up and having lots of green juices? Is it doing a yoga practice is it 
Is it doing some gym work at home? It can be anything, but it's yeah. something is, is going to get them to a better place than nothing. Absolutely, yeah. Let's not, um, let's not sit on our backsides and watch, uh, and watch Netflix uh, for the next three months. Um, let's go out there and, and do yeah. something <laughs> beneficial. Well, not go out there because we probably won't be able to go out there, will we? No, and this is the thing. It's about, so come back to the five and ten year plan. If people are mindful of what they want it to look like in, in at say, 12 weeks' time, they can change what that looks like by thinking about what's important to them right now, you know, introducing some strategies for themselves because this is the time in their life that actually they have to think for themselves completely because they are in their own, their own house. There's nobody, you know, there's, I mean, obviously you can interact with people on the phone and social media and, and everything, but I'd love people to just start thinking for themselves, connecting into what that, means for them and it won't mean the same for everybody but just spending time with themselves and seeing what comes up absolutely i think that's a that that is a great uh, a great thing to do and um well in terms of the process and the 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 strategies that you were talking about i think it doesn't take it doesn't it's not going to take that long is it you don't need to spend you know two or three hours on it and, and the lovely thing as well, as you, you said, you know, maybe take some time out to reflect on what you have achieved. That's, that's a great place to start, but not to dwell in the past. The past has already happened. The past has got everybody to the point of, of being here today. So the future's not yet happened, but what we do today could change our future if we decide we're going to get rid of, let go of, stop doing things in the past that have not served us. So mm. it's about taking time with yourself to probably evaluate what, what that looks like yeah absolutely what sort of things are you going to be doing so i'm going to be doing lots of reading because that is a is a big passion of mine i also do daily meditation that probably over the last six months i've really got into really thoroughly enjoyed and i feel the benefit of it tremendously i'm going to enjoy being out in the garden you know at the moment i'm sitting here and i've got uh, lots of tulips have come out and I've got lots more coming out so I'm going to do some more planting of things for later in the year I'm going to not necessarily have a major plan I've got a, a skeleton plan should we say yeah. um, which obviously involves business and what my business is going to look like coming out of the other end but just enjoy I mean I think in a way we are blessed with the fact that this is happening in spring coming up to spring rather yeah. than going into winter I mean, some would say, well, you'll be inside more in winter, but I think that would be even more depressing because in springtime, you can see the abundance of life in, in the fact that, you know, the, the grass is growing, the trees are getting their leaves, the, the flowers are growing. You know, mm. people, there is so much to, to connect to. And hopefully, I really do hope that people will still be able to go outside. So I think for me, it's, it's about connecting to, to nature. Mm. You become a bit more aware of stuff like that, don't you? When you when you're sort of being reflective, I was you know taking Monty the dog out for a, a walk this morning, and it was I looked at the you know the the trees are coming into bud and stuff like that, and it's just it's little things like that really really just you forget you just mm. you know blackbirds I, are singing and it's just yeah. beautiful. I did a little video this morning and. I was in the woods and actually on the video, I did say to myself, and I'm really looking forward to the fact the bluebells will be coming out. And I am really looking forward to the fact the bluebells will be coming out. Now, a few years ago, I probably wouldn't, I would have noticed the bluebells, but I genuinely am really looking forward to the bluebells coming out. So <laughs> I think the deeper you get into that connection, the more of the wonder of the world that you, you embrace. You just, yeah. you just so. No, um, it's, it's, it's incredible. And in fact, sort of 
segueing that into sort of a, a travel, not concept, something to do with travel. I mean, I've been very lucky. I've been able to go to Africa many times and um, it's a, a continent, particularly Eastern Southern Africa, that I love. And so one of the things that I really love about going on a safari is the getting up really early and it's the bird song in the morning and it's it's just incredible i mean it really is it's such a beautiful sound and it could be something very insignificant to a lot of people but actually i think if you really kind of get to know what that or that what that sound is it's it's an incredible thing and i love it so much it, it, it's magical absolutely magical i think but it's when we quiet enough as, as as human beings when we are a human being rather than a human doing that we start to notice these things more yes I yeah we, absolutely watching around and we don't even give it a thought but the the stiller we become in life we notice more around us in life mm. is my take on it anyway so is it almost like slowing down absolutely slowing down allowing yourself to be with yourself in in whatever moment you're you're in Mm. And I think it's also okay to do that as well, isn't it? It's not, you don't have to be like running around at 100 miles an hour all the time. It's, it is, there's a lot of benefits out there to taking a breath almost, isn't it? Mm, definitely, mm. definitely. And I think that's possibly a, a strategy that would be good, particularly in this time of, in the current sort of climate, because, you know, a lot of people are going to be very sort of uptight about the future mm. and, um, you know, and, and things. And I, I genuinely believe that things like what you've said is um, getting a little plan together, decluttering your house is a great idea, doing little things around the house just to make it a, a, a better environment you, you and I think also being almost grateful for the, not grateful for the situation because it's it's going to be pretty rubbish for a lot of people and I, I, I totally get that but um, there are other things that you can think about which are much better to focus on if you see what I mean yes absolutely absolutely I mean gratitude is a lovely way to start any day you know quickly writing out or thinking about all the things you're grateful for will always put you in a really lovely place within yourself because mm. gratitude is is a wonderful um it's a wonderful place to be yeah why, why is why is gratitude important then do you think in the whole grand scheme of things appreciation of of who we are of of, of our love for each other so if, if we're thinking of gratitude as Let's take me back to my childhood. We, we were always taught to say please and thank you, more so, I think, than perhaps today's youngsters. But it's that connection with another being from a place of love is my take on it. You know, we are genuinely grateful for the food that you've got on the table, mum. And, you know, to somebody's done you a good deed, isn't it lovely to be able to say, oh, thank you so much and really mean it, really connect with it. And I think yeah. those words, thank you, are, are a bit underrated personally. Yeah, no, absolutely. And we have as individuals so much to be thankful for. You know, we have health, we have nature. We, we've got so much in this world to be thankful for. Oh, I agree. Absolutely. And I think at the end of this whole scenario, I mean, I've written a few things down here just to kind of prompt me, but I think we need every single, every single one of us to be on top form, you know, when this virus is gone. And, and I, I originally put, we need everybody firing on all four cylinders, but then I thought, oh no, Louise won't want that. I'm going to go all 12 cylinders, going to go for like massive V12 full power, but sort of so that we're ready to kind of take on the challenge to get back 
on track personally and, and financially and for work and for business, but also to do our bit as well for the, getting the, the country back on track as well. And I think it's, a, it's going to be a massive challenge. But if everyone is healthy in, in, in body and in mind, yeah. um, we can get through anything, I think. I mean, interestingly, you, you used the word slow down a couple of minutes ago. And, and actually, in a way, could this be an opportunity for us all to slow down, to speed up for when we are? coming out the other end yeah absolutely absolutely i think yeah i've got that cadbury's flake advert in my mind at the moment which one you know the one with the the rabbit sitting under the tree this this rabbit sits down and just like takes a a couple of minutes just to eat a a cadbury's flake it's like she's really chilled out and relaxed and slowed life right down oh right okay yeah but i i think that Hopefully, the, there's a, a few nuggets of, of information um, in, in our, come, that's come out of our conversation that's hopefully going to help a few people. We'd love to know your thoughts on this, and there'll be ways that you can get in contact with myself and Louise. I'll put it on the, uh, the podcast blurb when we go live. But in, in, just to finish off, I'd just like to say thank you to Louise for uh, joining me on this podcast. It was pretty short notice, Louise, and I really appreciate that. Hopefully, um, you know, it's uh, going to be a, a way of, of also for me personally to think about the next few months. And I've, got, I've definitely got a few things that um, I want to be able to do and reconnect a, a little bit with my life. So um, and hopefully we can do that. So thank you, Louise. I really appreciate your time. Thank you for having me, Steve. Thank you. Wasn't Louise fantastic? She's one of those people that lights up the room when she walks in. Just such great energy. So let's not be human doings and be more human beings. Take care, everyone. Stay well. Stay strong.